This question I get asked multiple times per week, so I might as well answer it in this episode. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos. Welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. If you don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. So let's get into it. I get asked this question every week so many times. It's normally, depending on whether I'm running events or seminars, depends on how often I get asked this question in a week. But normally someone will say to me, especially if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, uh, you'll see that there is a big book collection behind me or if you've watched any of my lives on our Facebook page or anything on our Instagram page as well. Normally when I'm running lives, there's a big bookshelf behind me because my office is essentially half a library, I guess you could say. And I do love reading books and I never used to because I was put into special classes and told that I was dyslexic and had learning difficulties. But I, over time, I learned how to read and I'll do a, a speed reading podcast eventually and talk about uh, that as well. So I get asked all the time, like, what's your favorite book? Now, I don't know that I have one. This is normally my response. Uh, it depends what my, it depends. It depends on why you're asking. And I always have to clarify the question because I'm not sure really what they're asking. You know, it's like asking what's your favorite movie. If you love watching movie, there's probably many of them, especially in different um, genres and things like that. So uh, I guess if someone asked me my favorite song as well, I'd probably be like, I don't know. There's depends on, I listen to so much stuff. It's, it depends. So I'm going to run through some of the books that I have enjoyed reading and some of the ones, I won't run through any of the ones that I didn't because it'll just waste your time. Um, and it's probably probably not worth giving any publicity to, but I'll read through some of the big ones that have been game changers for me throughout my journey from a young person who was first getting into personal development and then right through my journey to now and a lot of the stuff that I read at this very moment and what I'm reading at the moment. I've got four or five books on the go at the moment and then I might read a couple more this weekend, so we'll see how we go. So back originally when I first started, and by the way, I think this is important for different people's journey and their different levels that you'll go through because you'll see my journey and the things that I go through as well. So when I first started my personal development journey, I was a diesel mechanic that had just entered into the personal training space. So the first, one of the first books that I read was like a nutrition book. I think it might've been on the Atkins diet or something like that. And for me, it was pretty groundbreaking. Like I was pretty excited about reading that book only because I'd never really read a book. Even at school, I used to read the first couple of chapters and the last couple of chapters and I'd sort of make everything else up and I'd put in my book report. Probably the reason why I wasn't that good at school and why I didn't, I didn't get good results in my report card. I mean, it was probably pretty obvious if, if I was doing that. But I, I just noticed that when I started in my personal training journey back almost 20 years ago now, I get given the manual and I would just start reading it. You know, we'd get given a, a semester of the manual and then I would just start reading because I was so fascinated on read it all in a weekend and I loved it. But the first proper book that I remember reading, I think was like on the Atkins diet or something. And I was pretty stoked with myself because I was like, shit, I actually can read and I'm not a dumb fuck, which it took me a long, long time to realize that I'm not dumb and that I'm not an idiot and I'm not a loser and things like that. So for me, that was like a, a sort of a proud moment. But through my throughout my personal training journey, one of the best books that I came across, there was some stuff by a guy called Charles Poliquin, who was a strength and conditioning coach. So I used to love reading a lot of Charles Poliquin's work. Uh, he's still quoted as one of the best strength and conditioning coaches, uh, I guess you could say, in history. And a lot of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the world still use some of his techniques. And, and he really built the foundation, I guess, for a lot of the strength and conditioning stuff from this day and age, because he used to do a lot of stuff with the USSR and uh, I guess you could say Russia now and um, all of that before he passed away, I think about a year, year and a half ago. Um, so I read a couple of his books. And then there was also Paul Check, who wrote an amazing book called How to Eat 
move and be healthy. Now, I don't necessarily agree with all of the stuff that Paul Check says, and so I don't want anyone to go, you know what, Michael's a weirdo because when I read that book, it's a bit out there. I do agree with that, um, but I also agree there are some good fundamental principles if you are someone who wants to improve your health, and it's in such a, I won't say a basic way because intelligent people make complex things simple, and he made a lot of really complex things simple in that book, and they also gave you things to think about, like just the water that you're drinking. You know, are there minerals in it? Do you even know if you're drinking good quality water or not? Like water is the second, I, I can't, I, I, I've got to be very careful about this because I may have health professionals listening into this as well. So I want to be very accurate, but it's hard to define this. But if you look at it, the human use, a uh, human being uses oxygen as probably the most uh, needed nutrient on a moment by moment basis. Humans need all the nutrients. Like you can't go without vitamin D, vitamin B, vitamin A. Like your body needs all the vitamins in order to function correctly. And it needs cholesterol and hormones and all that sort of stuff. Now it can run with imbalances and things like that for a while until things start to shit their pants, I guess you could say. You hold your breath for a couple of minutes, you die. So your body consumes a massive amount of oxygen every day. I can't remember how many hundreds of liters it is every day, but that's the amount of oxygen that you consume. I could probably do that research and I maybe should have brought it up before I had this conversation. But we consume hundreds, it might even be up into the thousand range of liters of oxygen every day. And so if our breathing's incorrect, then you might have a whole bunch of other dysfunctions in your body that all come from a breathing problem. And it was Paul Check that opened me up to that. And I spent a lot of time studying Paul Check and, and doing a lot of his courses. And like I said, not everything I agree with and, and some of his stuff was a bit out there and some of his stuff was really fucking out there. But when I go and study, I don't take, I don't subordinate to my lecturers or my teachers. What I do is I find out what do I agree with? What's working for me? What's not working for me? What are the pieces of the jigsaw that they can fit together? And I'll go and learn from them, put those bits of the jigsaw puzzle, test things out, find what works, what doesn't work. And then I'll adapt over time. You know, I used to teach meditation quite a lot in our events. And then I realized that there are better ways of getting mental clarity and mental function than meditating all the time. And so I just took it out of our events. And then over the years, I've implemented a lot of that work and I've gone, okay, now I think that meditation will work after I've done a lot of my own internal work. Because if you meditate and your mind still, you don't know how to organize things, you don't know how to prioritize, you're unclear on your mission, your purpose, your values, and you've got a lot of mental chaos from your past that you haven't cleaned up. When you meditate, you're essentially avoiding and you might be able to avoid some of those crazy things that go on, but that might be a problem in your future. So the point that I'm trying to make is if you grab that book and you read it, it's fantastic, but take what you want from it. Take bits of the jigsaw puzzle that you need. It is fantastic. And like I said, that's where I realized that oxygen is one of the main nutrients or the most used and abundant oxygen nutrient that we need in our body consistently. And so therefore we better focus on how we breathe, our breathing rates. You know, people can have sore necks, sore shoulders. I've noticed that uh, when I was working in the personal training industry, people would have digestive issues. People might be getting heart palpitations and things like that, all from their breathing pattern problems that they haven't even realized and that no one else has picked up on. You might have constipation, you might have diarrhea, and it might all be a breathing pattern problem. You might have flat feet, Flat feet can also be a breathing pattern problem that most people never pick up. And so he opened my eyes to a whole bunch of things that I've never even thought about that make absolute complete sense. But also in the grand scheme of things as well, if you talk to most health professionals, they'll think that you're fucking nuts. But if you explain it to them, they go, I never thought about that. So that book there was a real eye opener for me um, and did help me a lot. So that was one of the first books that really impacted me. Then from there, I started doing a lot of stuff with uh, Tony Robbins and his stuff. Oh, I was in my early 20s, I think, when I started listening to Unleash the Power Within 
And then I started going to some of his events in my sort of like 24, 25. Uh, really enjoyed it. And I had one of his top coaches in Australia as one of my mentors I became good friends with. And so um, he mentored me and um, so on. And so, you know, some of his old books were fantastic because they opened my eyes up to uh, neuro-linguistic programming and NLP and made me think a little bit outside the box again. So that was fantastic. And then I incorporated the human behavior and psychology with an NLP and all that stuff with the health stuff that I'd learned through the Czech Institute and doing a lot of my stuff in personal training and working in a medical center for, I think it was about three years where I was doing a lot of physical rehab and so on. So that book, that book helped me, uh, Tony Robbins stuff helped me quite a lot as well. Um, and I enjoyed that. But once again, it was just, there were parts of the jigsaw puzzle and I found that there were gaps and things that didn't work for me. So I was curious and I just kept learning. And I think, look, for anyone who's listening to this, if you are someone who is consistently curious, I think you will achieve a lot more than someone who is very rigid in their thinking. I meet a lot of people every day who, you know, oh, my business isn't working and everything's fucked and my wife's shit and my kids, I don't get along with them and I'm tired all the time and I'm burnt out. And you say, you know, maybe you should do something. Oh, I don't, I, I don't believe in that stuff. I reckon it's a scam. Well, that may be the case, but if you had figured it out and your beliefs were correct, then you wouldn't be in the position that you're in. So we always need to be checking in with our beliefs and what we believe to be true. You know, I, I grew up going to Catholic school and all that stuff. And I just questioned a lot of things. And you know, whether I believe in religion or I don't believe in religion is relevant. And there were parts of it that helped me. And there were parts of it that I didn't, things didn't make sense. So I've just always been curious and inquisitive. And that's why I study a lot of things. So, you know, I would recommend that that is probably a good way to live. So Tony Robbins stuff was massively helpful. Let's, ha let's have a look back at my book collection. What else did I go through? Um, I started studying a fair bit of Tim Ferriss's stuff as well. When he wrote the four hour work week and the four hour body, that was quite interesting. In fact, he covered some of Charles Poliquin's work. I I read an amazing book that I really enjoyed, and it was called The Metabolic Typing Diet by William Wolcott. And I was studying a fair bit of nutrition, and that book there was a real eye-opener around why different diets work for different people. And so I think it's a fantastic book. It might be a bit outdated now, but when I read it like 10 or 15 years ago, it was like an absolute mind blower. And I was like, shit, everyone who studied nutrition should probably read this book in some way, shape or form, because it will open your eyes to why different diets work for different people. And maybe it's just thinking differently about oxidization rates in the body and, and and so on. So it was quite fascinating. There was also in, in that as well, I started coming across some books from Western A. Price, which was, uh, I think it's called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. And he traveled around the world looking at native cultures and why a lot of old skulls never had, you know, it didn't, it didn't have decayed teeth. And so he started, he was a dentist and went around the world and looked at why modern societies were having tooth decay. Whereas when you have a look at ancient skulls, they had all their teeth. And so he was wondering, unless they got broken or snapped off or pulled out or something, but most skulls had their teeth. And so he looked around at what was changing within their diet. And it was really a really fascinating look. Um, again, just more bits of the jigsaw puzzle. So then I started going through, uh, I went through studying a lot of stuff on nutrition as well. And then over time, I started studying a fair bit of philosophy. I was studying NLP and I did three master programs with three different companies. In there, I opened up a lot of other questions as well, but I started studying a lot of philosophy and that took me down the path of reading some work from people like Marcus Aurelius, who was a Roman emperor that I think off the top of my head. And so he wrote, it's actually his journal entries and it's a really fascinating book about life. I, I think it's fantastic. Like if you read just a page before you go to bed, because essentially every page is a journal entry. If you read it before you go to bed, it just will run you through things that if you think about when you go to sleep, your mind will open up and expand. It was it was a fascinating book. Uh, it's called Meditations uh, by Marcus Aurelius. But then I went through a stage where I guess I was burnt out and I'd been working a lot on my physical body and I realized that there was a lot missing and I wasn't where I wanted to be and I wasn't happy and I wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing, even as a personal trainer. I enjoyed it for a fair while. I did, I did love it and I was, I guess I was quite good at it. Yeah, I just got to a point where I thought, you know, I need 
wanting to explore some other ideas and I came across some friends uh, who were a lot older than me. They, uh, I was in my 20s, they were in their you know 50s and 60s. And um, yeah, they just, we were chatting and they were into the whole spirituality thing. So I went down the new age spirituality path and started reading books from Louise L. Hay. Uh, I did a lot of stuff with Dr. Joe Dispenza. In fact, I've spoken with him on stage before. I've met him and had lunch with him a couple of times. He's a, he's a really interesting guy. In fact, I drank tequila with him in Mexico. He's a, a interesting, nice guy. Now he has some great theories as well. Um, so some of his books are really interesting. Some of the points I agree with, some of them I don't agree with, some of them I think are fantastic. Others are a bit on the borderline of either being absolute genius or absolutely fucking insane. Um, but I'll let you read the books and you can figure that stuff out. So he's written a, a fair few books that you can go and check out. So it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. So you can go check out some of his stuff. But yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff with Louise L. Hay and I went to the, some of the Hay House events. And so there's a, there's a lot of books up there, Wayne Dyer and all that. And so I was in that community for a fair while. I was doing the whole like crystals and burning incense and uh, I never got into the whole tarot card thing and all that but you know definitely burning of the incense and uh, having crystals everywhere and and thinking that there was these things that were going to help me like I'd get rid of dark energy and all this sort of stuff but then it opened me up to asking better questions again and I thought what is this dark energy thing that they talk about what is this bad stuff that they're talking about all the time and you know there's a lot of stuff out there around positive thinking and I'd done you know a lot of the Tony Robbins stuff and the NLP and I was all in this positive thinking stuff and then after a while I was like well hang on they're all talking about this bad energy so I'm going to start to study it and so that's where I started studying a little bit more into physics and quantum physics and a little bit more into chemistry. I actually hired a chemistry tutor to teach me because I was never really that good at chemistry at school. So I hired a chemistry tutor and, and started going back and learning chemistry, uh, which was pretty cool, um, and doing some stuff on physics and quantum theory and quantum physics and quantum mechanics and getting into all that stuff. So then what I started realizing was a lot of the stuff that I was being taught didn't make sense. And so, you know, it really came back to just being a lot more self-aware. So I started reading, I moved from my spirituality journey and I started moving back across into a bit more scientific stuff. And that's where I met Dr. John Martini, who is still a close friend and a colleague of mine. And he's an amazing guy and very, very, very intelligent, especially if you spend enough time going through his events, if you want to dive down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I started studying some of his stuff and that opened up my mind again. So I read a, a heap of his books and uh, I traveled all around the world studying his courses and doing a lot of stuff with him as well. And as I mentioned, like we're still good friends. He actually has a, I created something called Mojo's Law, which was a physics principle, but how human psychology works and human behavior works. And he published it in one of his advanced books and one of his advanced texts. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. And then from there, I guess I was always studying marketing, wealth creation. In fact, one of the early books that I read, even when I was a personal trainer, the money side of things, I started reading Warren Buffett's book. So he, uh, Mary Buffett wrote a book called Buffettology. And that was a fantastic guide into the share market and investing and how one of the greatest investors or the greatest investor in history, how he invests and how he thinks through things. So there were some other books that I really enjoyed reading as well. So yeah, uh, Tony Robbins' book on money, uh, Money Master the Game, that was, that's absolutely fantastic. I think that's probably the best book that he's written. And I think the thing that Tony does better than most people is is money and wealth creation. He's he's actually really quite good at that, uh, it, from that book anyway. So yeah, did that. Shit, what else have I got? Oh, there's so much. There's so, so many books here. I'm just looking behind me in the back of my book collection just going wow there is so many there the intelligent investor if you're into money and making you know making more money and wealth creation the intelligent investor by benjamin graham was a fantastic book as well you know he's one of the forefathers of wealth creation and money markets and all those sort of things you really can't go wrong with reading anything from warren buffett uh, charlie munger as well who's warren buffett's business partner you can't go wrong reading anything from him if you want to create wealth as well the rich dad poor dad books from robert kiyosaki i read a lot of um jamie mcintyre who um you, i used to be very good friends 
friends with as well. Some of his early books were great as well. I think uh, What I Didn't Learn at School and Wish I Had, that was a fantastic book that helped me with some wealth creation stuff when I was younger. And then now, all right, let's get into what I'm reading now. So let's go through this. I've been doing a lot of studies into marketing and sales. And so I do love marketing and sales as well. So some of the great books that I've been reading is anything from Russell Brunson, is awesome when it comes to marketing and building funnels and pipelines and, and things like that. Oh, there's some sales co uh, sales copy books that I'm just trying to remember. Anything from Frank Kern as well is absolutely brilliant. That guy's a genius. I think it's called The Boron Letters. That's fantastic as well from marketing. The Blue Ocean Strategy is fantastic if you're a business owner as well and trying to navigate how to create a point of difference in your business. That was absolutely fantastic book. I actually did a whole three-day event just for our business odyssey attendees on creating a market where and how do you become the go-to business in your industry by creating an absolute certainty in your culture around what you're trying to create, who your customers aren't, who they, who they are, who they aren't. Because in order to have an attraction, you need to have a repulsion as well. So you need to repulse the wrong customers and attract the right customers. And you need to get really, really clear with that stuff. But a lot of that came from the ideas that I had from start, um, studying the Blue Ocean Strategy. So that was fantastic. Alex Hamozzi's book, $100 million Offers is fantastic. I read that uh, at the start of this year and that was absolutely uh, brilliant as well. He's a, a great, you know, someone who's great as well to learn off of. I was reading The Happiest Man, is it The Happiest Man Alive or The Happiest Man in the World or whatever? Um, I was reading that before I got bed at night time. I try and read philosophy before I go to bed or something like that. If I've got some time, if not, I'd rather just watch episodes of something that I can wig out on like Geordie Shaw or something crazy. Don't hold that shit against me. But normally before I go to bed, I like to watch just, you know, a little bit of TV just to chill out and, and relax. But yeah, if you want to dive really, really deep into things, there's a book series, which if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see the book collection behind me. And it's called The Great Books. And it's from the greatest thinkers throughout history. So you've got people like uh, Einstein. I think there's Edison in there as well. Manuel Kant, uh, although his actual name in German is Kant, but I got to be careful saying that in events because I get told off. Not that I'm saying it, it's spelled K-A-N-T. But it's a lot of the great philosophers and the great thinkers throughout history and how they think about things and why they think about things the way that they think. And so every now and again, I'll grab them, do a bit of research in them, reference them. And it's great. Like, I think that if you want to be a great individual, you need to be around great people. And not all of us, like, I can't go back and access Einstein, but I can read a lot of his books and his research. I can read Stephen Hawking's stuff and I can read, you know, how he thinks about the cosmos and the universe and all of those sort of things and his different philosophies and theories and start to absorb some of that. I always remember that the philosophy that you can't stick your hand in honey without the honey sticking to your hand. So the more that I read, the more that I research, the more that I'm around people that are intelligent who help me to think. I can't not learn things by being around that. And so that's why even these days, I don't, when I read a book, I don't think about needing to know everything out of the book. All I know is that just by reading it itself, some of the shit's going to stick. Sometimes I read books four or five times. When I go through like serious strategy in marketing or serious strategy in sales, I might read the same book five or six times because every time it adds on to what I've already read and it makes more sense and it clarifies itself and so on. So that's how I like to read. But anyway, I hope that helps uh, out there driven mofos. There's a lot of books. Um, I mean, I could put a list together of like 100 or 200 or 300 books that you know are amazing books, but it just depends where you're at in your journey. And I always think before I read a book is what problem am I actually trying to solve? So if I need to improve my health, then I'll read books around health. If I'm trying to improve marketing, then I'll read marketing. If I need to improve management, I'll study management and leadership books. In fact, there's another book there. Um, if you if you want to do more leadership, there's Tribal Leadership. I did a whole session on that in our Odyssey event, in our Business Odyssey event, um, because I actually got to speak with Dave Logan at an event and he's the guy who wrote the book. He was also, he helped out with the building and the infrastructure and the culture of Zappos, which sold to Amazon, I 
think, for $8 billion. Uh, Delivering Happiness is also another great book on marketing and customer service and business culture. So yeah, that's normally how I think through the books. Anyway, I hope that helps River Mofos. Um, look, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, please jump in there. It's called No Bullshit Business Hacks for Driven Mofos. And if you just go to the Facebook search bar, you can search in there. It says, uh, if you just type in Driven Mofo Business Hacks, it will come up with our group. Answer the questions in there, join the group. And it's there because every day we do something that helps business owners Monday to Friday. And it's a community of business people that can all share knowledge, share advice, share tips, share tools and all that sort of stuff. And I put it together because I hope everyone around me and everyone who's in our community gets rich. Like there's government prints money. There is so much fucking money out there and it just keeps, they just keep making more of it. So I think that everyone should have more of it as well. So that's why I do this stuff because I really believe that money isn't a finite resource. It's an infinite resource because they just print more of the shit when they need it. Like I think everyone should be super rich. So I hope that our community and everyone is implementing some of these tools and that community is there for you to, if you're a business owner, to have a better business. Anyway, I hope that helps driven mofos. The reason why I do this is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Never underestimate the dream. And I look forward to seeing you in the group.